0: Hi everyone, I'm Lori Boxer. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I recently came across uh, a Harvard-based study called The Spread of Obesity in a Large Social Network Over 32 Years, which was published a decade ago in the uh, very prestigious New England Journal of Medicine. This was the, the first time that the journal published a study of how social networks affect health. And more specifically, how social networks play a powerful role in determining an individual's chance of gaining weight. And by social networks, I want to clarify, they meant face-to-face friends, not Facebook friends, okay? Uh, Anyway, this was a 32-year longitudinal Harvard study, which means that data was gathered for the same subjects, the same exact individuals, repeatedly over a period of 32 years. And that found, in some ways, obesity is like a communicable uh, disease spreading from person to person, you know, sort of a domino effect, especially friends and family. The the effect varied depending upon uh, the relationship. And I want to mention two points made in this study. It's a long study. You can uh, link to it at my website. Uh, The first point is that when a spouse became obese, a person's risk of also becoming obese rose 37% while an obese sibling, brother or sister, increased the risk by 40%. Point number two, friends, however, which is the main purpose of my podcast today, had the biggest impact of all. An obese friend upped a person's chances of becoming obese by 57%. And when a a BFF became obese, the risk rose to an astounding 171%. You got that? And you don't have to be, you know, a Harvard researcher, which I'm certainly not, to know that the obesity epidemic has gotten way worse over the last decade since that, since that report was done, which means no doubt that the percentages quoted have likely increased. Another study done that um, was done just a couple of years after that one that I just uh, mentioned from Harvard was conducted by researchers at the University of Buffalo in New York. They found that fat kids consume significantly more calories when they eat with friends who are also overweight than when they eat with their lean friends let's face it, okay, we, we know that one social circle is a very strong influence on each other's habits and behaviors, you know, health or otherwise. As adults and as parents, we know um, that if our teens, for example, fall into, uh, you know, the crowd who smokes and drinks or does drugs, that our kids are more likely uh, to take up those behaviors, uh, which is why uh, we stay finally you know, tuned in to who they befriend and hang out with. Uh, similarly, You know that if you have a gym buddy, okay, it ups your chances of sticking to your own workouts. You know that having a running partner keeps you accountable, even when you don't feel like, you know, getting up at the crack of dawn and, you know, tying your sneakers, okay? If your friends are going to a bar after work or not hitting the tennis courts in their free time, you are likely to fall in with them, you know, rather than striking out on your own at the gym. The domino effect data is really harsh, but it makes total sense. After all, you live, laugh, and love together, do we not? So surely uh, you eat and exercise or not together too. Therefore, the fact is your best friend could very well be your worst enemy. Now this is not an out, you know, to rationalize your overweight or obesity. It is, however, a matter of recognizing the role and the influence that friends play in your health and in your habits. Number one, you are more likely to forget about healthy eating goals when you are in the company of overweight or obese friends. And number two, you are more inclined to eat larger portions and choose more unhealthy options when with overweight friends. And let me add that it's also a matter of recognizing the role and the influence that your obesity plays in the health and habits of your kids. Sometimes being their best friend isn't. Okay. Although Obesity can actually spread, you know, like an infectious disease. Contact with other obese people does influence the likelihood of becoming overweight or obese yourself. This is because not only do friends spend a lot of time together and more often than not eat similar foods and you know and engage in the same physical or lack thereof, you know, activities, but also because what you consider to be a normal and appropriate body size for yourself is very often based on the weight of all the people around you, those that you see most frequently. So in other words, as those in you know, someone's circle gain weight or become more overweight or obese, they come to think you know, that it's okay you know, to be bigger since those around them are bigger. And, and, and this, is, this rising tide of what I like to call, I, I refer to it in my office as fat blindness, I mean, this changes your perception of what is normal weight in general. But specifically in a circle of friends and family. And this is also why so many parents refuse to see that their kids are fat. It is easy, folks, to eat dessert when there are four forks and everyone's gorging and you know and exclaiming how delicious, you know, the, the big fat cheesecake is. It's hard to be the one person making a healthy change in a group of heavy people who like to eat and who also don't like to exercise. You know, however, as Mahatma Gandhi said, you must be, you must be the change that you want to see in the world. Therefore, ultimately, you have to feel confident about saying no. And you, when you do that, perhaps you can be a role model. Perhaps you can, you know, what I like to say, influence uh, your friends to make the same healthy choices next time you all get together. Or at the very least, uh, you can give your friends a strong message not to wave cookies in your face or to pressure you in any way to be, you know, one of the four fork holders sharing a, uh, a dessert the next time you all get together, you know, and be forewarned, be forewarned. If you want to, if you're very overweight and you want to lose weight too often, too often, overweight friends are not only not going to want to make changes themselves, but they also will not support your attempts to change yourself. They are enablers, saboteurs, food pushers. Therefore, whether, you know, inside your, you know, your immediate circle or not, you need to find even just one person who wants to do what you're doing so that your, you know, your own journey uh, to losing weight and getting healthy won't be so isolated. You won't feel so alone. And I'm by no means, please, I'm no by no means suggesting that anyone should ever, you know, either not befriend or sever relationships with friends you know, who, who have either gained weight or have always been overweight or obese, nor am I suggesting that anyone ever, ever stigmatize obese people. All close relationships, all close relationships, you know, short, tall, you know, slim, overweight, all close relationships and friendships have many, many positive effects on our lives. So I, I'm not trying to stigmatize uh, obese people, and neither should you. I am suggesting, however... That you also form relationships with people who have healthy habits and healthy lifestyles, those who, you know, who can inspire, encourage, and motivate you, who you can look to as a mentor, you know, when it comes to getting and staying healthy. After all, it's not only obesity that is socially contagious, slimness is as well. And that, my friends, is my fact chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, email me at info at FatChatPodcast.com or send a message at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. And if you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and info we provide, please visit uh, our website, WeightNoMoreDietCenter.com, and you can sign up there for our free monthly electronic newsletter. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Wait No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels.